Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Positivity. Hi, and welcome to the Positivity Podcast. On today's episode, I am joined again with my good friend Tom Cheshire. In this episode, we cover what's happening in the current situation with COVID-19, coronavirus. And we talk about, you know, ways of coping, um, you know, what we can do with our time. But, you know, we also talk about many other topics that I'm sure you'll love to listen to. But Tom's a good friend of mine. I've known him for many years. We went to school together, went to college together. Um, Really good friend of mine. Um, So sit back relax and enjoy this podcast yeah, Adam, man. how you doing man you're on yeah not bad not bad it still sounds like you're on the phone Adam. <laughs> don't eat, i know i know you're at home and you're on wi-fi so don't even tell me that it's cornwall connection it's you've, you've got a samsung so, uh, to upgrade to an iphone mate uh I'm on a 4G, to be honest. Sometimes my 4G is faster than my Wi-Fi, so... Um, okay. But probably the location where I am, you know, it's uh, that's what I blame it on. Yeah, yeah. But I, the thing is, I, I bought two microphones. I bought uh, one of Amazon. professional? Yeah, I bought like a... Because I've got a USB-C import in my phone. Uh, yeah. I bought one of those fancy uh, microphones. You know, the people wear on TV. They clip it onto the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, it, I bought one of those for like 15, 20 quid and, um, and? I put it in my phone yeah. and it works but my phone thinks it's um, a headphone port so it works but right. I can't get any audio out of my phone oh that's pretty useless then isn't it so I was like oh great so then I bought <laughs> another it's um, the splitter it's like a Y splitter so it goes in your phone and two imports come out, one for audio and one for, like, mic. Yeah. 
I tried that, and um, that didn't work. So I spent my... It's all right. It's all right. I mean, eventually one day, I don't know what we're going to end up doing. We're going to end up setting up a couple webcams. We're going to clear out a room, and we're going to be sat in there like Joe Rogan. Yeah. I mean, how how clear am I? Because I'm using my Dre Beats at the moment. Am I all right, or...? Yeah, you're 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 clear as clear. You're crystal clear. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right, so we didn't really say much what we wanted to talk about today. We just kind of let it go free for a bit, and we we're obviously going to talk about recent events, which everyone's obviously all riled up about. Yeah. Um, what people are doing to cope with isolation, and what they're doing to pass the time. For me, it's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. Obviously, I'm getting on a bit now. I don't know anyone, so so not, nothing <laughs> is is my um, new hobby. Get, getting old, obviously. Well, I mean, work got work told, got back to me and said that, like, well, I mean, based on what I know so far, at least, anyway, it's always subject to change. But the likelihood is, I won't be back there till the beginning of June. <laughs> like. It's, it's it's crazy, but obviously this this disease is real. It's it's a killer. This virus. Oh yeah, it's you not know. something to be um, taken lightly, is it? I mean, I think with the situation, like the news puts a lot out there, and mm. some of it, like okay, like you know, I think some of the news isn't one hundred percent accurate. And I think we only see the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, fake, fake news, fake news in China. Um, China. Yeah, China. Um, <laughs> it um, comes from China. He called, he called it the, um, the Chinese flu, doesn't he? Crazy guy. The Chinese virus, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, to be fair, though, to, to be fair, when the reporter asked him why he calls it that, he went... <laughs> <laughs> because it comes from China. <laughs> but um oh, dear. not twist, Boris Johnson's got coronavirus now. He's been he has, yeah. He's been like milking yeah. it saying, you know, you need to keep your distance, wash your hands and you end up getting it. But they they say like um low I mean they're still finding out about this uh, virus, this disease. Um it's fairly yeah. new. Um yeah, I I, I find I mean, it crazy on the news with uh, the London Underground, like the the mayor of London. Oh, what you mean, just being emptied out? Um, well, like I don't know what it's like now, but when I saw it on the news a couple oh. of days ago, um, City Khan had cancelled loads of you know uh, main transport links with the trains, so everyone's mm. you know forced to use the tube to get into London. And right, you know, it's people packed close together on these trains. Yeah. And you think, it's, it's not good. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be going to work, man. They should be, you know, they sh- they should be home. But obviously, there are some job roles where it's absolutely necessary for you to be commuting mm. and whatnot. And a lot of those people probably fall under that category, which is why they're doing that. Mm. Um, I mean, what the, the main thing I want to know? I haven't even googled this. I should have really googled this. Is how many strains there are of this virus. Because if we reel it back a bit and look at it in very simple terms, the common cold is a virus. The the exact name for the virus that makes us feel like crap is the rhinovirus. That's what gives us the blocked nose. That the sounds raw. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that raw, but 
the the rhino virus there's as far as i'm aware anyway forgive me if i'm wrong but there's thousands of different strains yeah which is why you continuously get colds a few times a year maybe you're lucky enough not to have one a year but um it is possible for you to never have colds again if you have them all at once because there's thousands of strains of the rhino virus and if there's multiple strains of the coronavirus it means that it will just keep going around keep circulating yeah so I mean, it'll be it'll be not impossible to stop but the good thing so so with the rhinovirus with the common cold once you've got over that cold you're then immune to it hmm. which means you you'll never get that particular strain of virus again and it would be i imagine it would be the same with uh covid19 however i haven't researched it properly so i can't say for sure but that's what i imagine it would be um, yeah i mean there's a lot of like research going into it and they're, they're learning about it slowly um yeah. learning about the how it affects your body you know like internally they you know they've done autopsies on people who've had it and they're doing, beginning to understand it they're looking at cells looking how it, it, it blocks uh blocks the airways doesn't it blocks the airways build you know your mucus starts building up um, yeah that's it that's why the ventilators are needed um, um and pneumonia can develop i mean if you've already got it i mean christ um but but saying that i mean i saw on the news a guy who's what is 103 he he got over it right did he i think it's 103 there was a guy who's 88 he got over it um what a legend but you know some people are you know I think what the media, you know, if you go on certain websites, you can find certain, you know, certain sources of information and media mm, on the virus yeah. that you don't necessarily see in normal news. Like in Italy, there are people like on the street, like just dead, just collapsing on the street. And just <laughs> what do you mean collapsing on the street? Adam? Like, I mean, just basically like you know, just dying on the street, and they're just putting them on right. a stretcher and in a, in a car and. Yeah, I mean, the, the, oh, how many people, is it 80,000 cases of coronavirus in Italy? I'm not sure if that's correct, but I don't think it's what you say, Adam, people collapsing in the street. No, no. I, I don't think it's got to that the street. Well, I, I saw... I saw what is this, World War Z? No. <laughs> no, I saw... Um, it was a picture, it was in, it was in China, in, in Wuhan, um, when it was happening. Right. It was like a guy in the 60s, and he, and he died. In the in the right. street, and they just put him on a stretcher. He he had a mask on, and then you know carted him like away and did what they do. But um, mm. I mean, how are you finding? How are you finding it? Like in your daily shop, like not like weekly shop when you go. Like what what precautions do you? Oh, take? the weekly shop. Um, well, I had to nip to the uh, I had to nip to the pharmacy today, and it was a half hour wait, and it was going round the side of the pharmacy and this was in long eaton today um and the queue to get into the so i went to the pharmacy opposite the asda in long eaton um long eaton i mean to say sorry um and the, the queue for the asda stretches all the way around the car park i mean luckily it moves pretty quick but it's well, it's unprecedented, isn't it? You know, you've, uh, never before have we seen shoppers queuing around the car park to get into a store. But, mm. you know, we've got to take the necessary precautions in order to mitigate the effect of the, the virus. It's the yeah, it's the slowing stage that we're in now, isn't it? Stopping the, 
spread, which is why no public gatherings and etc. Mm. etc. Et no unessential travel, although I am guilty of midnight in my car, but I'd never get out of my car. Well, most of the time anyway. But yeah, I mean being being stuck at home uh is boring. Yeah. It is very, very boring. Um I'm just doing so I'm still writing a lot, exercises because you can do plenty of exercises at home still. You don't necessarily need a gym. You just need to use your imagination a bit. Uh, you can still go out for your one run, or if you're feeling cheeky, two runs a day. How how are the police going to know if you've been on two runs as opposed to one? They're not. Or six. Or six, yeah. <laughs> um, apart from that, I, I tell you what, that, that has something that has happened to me, Adam, I don't know if it's happened to you, but I found that I've actually reconnected with people from my past that I didn't think I'd be speaking to for a very long time. Mm. Um, you know, they're just kind of like popping up out of the blue. People who were, you know, relatively or very close to me at one stage, but then unfortunately disappeared. Or making re- reappearances. And I think it's absolutely great because mm. it means that once all this is over, you can take these newfound friendships and relationships through to whatever the world's going to be like after all of this is over mm. um, so I, I think that aspect of it is is great, the sort of the social media we are so so fortunate to be living in a time right now where it's so easy for you know, us to just call each other FaceTime, because none of that's been hindered is it, so mm. you know, internet traffic's going through the roof right now um, but yeah, apart from that just kind of eating Napping, films, uh, trying to avoid seeing people as much as I can, but there's only just like can you really do so much? Like, yeah, I, I, I can only isolate myself so much. I mean, it, you shouldn't really be seeing people at all, but obviously, there are some people still having barbecues because I follow Nottinghamshire and Leicestershire police on uh, Facebook. Uh, I regularly see photos that they're posting of people being dispersed on like village greens and stuff like that. And I was driving um, through town uh, a few days ago, and I saw people people just walking around normally. Mm. They were just walking around normally, like a couple was holding hands and stuff like that. Like, what the hell? Mm. Like, you don't have to stand two meters away from each other. Um, but I think doing stuff like that in public shouldn't be isn't on you shouldn't be doing that right now mm. Mm. no it is, it is um, pretty crazy situation um, um, but I, I did a few podcasts yesterday with a few people and we all touched base on uh, what we're talking about now and we basically, they basically said that you know this amount of down, downtime that we're experiencing mm. right now this has never happened. Um, you know, this might... It isn't what, sorry? This this downtime we're experiencing now is, yeah. has never happened. And we don't use no, this much downtime. Um, so, you know, like, it's we've got to be mindful of our time and, and try and be mm. productive. And, you know, yeah. we, we've got the opportunity now as people. Like, if you want to 
start a business, you can start a business. You know, you want to start of create a book, you create a book. You know, like you know, you want to do a podcast, whatever it is. You know, you've got the time to put in the work to do that. You know, to to, That's it, yeah. to read. I mean, that that only applies though to those that aren't working from home, because obviously a lot of people are still uh, working from home, and I, I might have to start doing that at some point. I don't know when or if, but it's a possibility. But yeah, I'm I'm guilty of not being as productive as what I would have thought I would have been hmm. if I was in this in this position. Um, I think it's just a habit, isn't it? It's being my, it's just being mindful and just kind of like you know calculating your time. And I, I I find I don't know about you, but like you know, plan your day, write write things down. Um, I mean, everyone's got a different way of working, but I find that yeah, if you just bullet point things and you can you know prioritize, okay, I need to do this, 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 and this. Whereas it's so easy, like to like you say, to well, I mean, if you're in self isolation, there's not really much for you to bullet point. What 11 a.m. water the plant. <laughs> 12, 12 p.m. make a sandwich what, what, what else is going to go on in your day apart from that? Feed, feed the snapper turtle <laughs> look at snapper turtle yeah. I, I, I was watering the plants earlier because I had nothing else to do the thing, the thing is with like you know the internet the, you know we we live in a world don't we that's you know it's infinite possibilities and I think because there's so much yeah. out there that we can do it can be a bit overwhelming you know, because you think of online, there's so many online courses we can do. That's true. That is very, very true. Courses, and you don't have to pay for them. Um, yeah, I, I need to pick up language again because I kind of put that to one side, but I'll probably do that again. Because, I mean, when, when, when I went on my first day of isolation a few days ago, I didn't think that it would be for this long, but it is probably sort of starting to daunt on me that this is going to be for weeks on end I, I, um, I just, weeks it's going to be months I think I mean they think it's going to you know last yeah. month but this disease expert they had on Joe Rogan podcast he said like you know this is, people think it's a blizzard you know he said this is you know this is a winter um, right, right you know you said you were a long time yeah. but you know we, we, we've got a choice do you know what I mean um what we want to do? What with... choice? Whether to go outside or not and get virus? <laughs> or stay indoors. That as well. Yeah. Be stay in, stay indoors, and um, you know, be, be mindful of stuff. Like, I mean, yeah. I drive and you drive, and like where I live, you know, it's pretty quiet. Mm. And, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And and shitloads of people came flying down from up country to self isolate, and they all went on the beach and. We're treating it like a holiday, like people are cycling, you know, walking. Uh, I don't know. I think I can, I can sort of understand their mentality <laughs> regarding that. They don't, they don't want to be cooped up in, in the mainland. Yeah. When I know. they've got the option to be cooped up right by the sea. Yeah. But... So it's kind of a no brainer, isn't it? For those that have the, the mm. uh, facility to do that, at least. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's okay. But I mean, there wasn't social distancing. distancing. That's what kind of, Got on my nerves because they were just going out, massive mm. groups, huddled together, and um, yeah, yeah, I think that's what people aren't doing. Like, I, I went to the supermarket today, and uh, in Tesco, were you wearing a mask and gloves? I was wearing gloves this time. I did my mask and watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I had gloves. I'm basically like, you meant to keep your distance, and people were just kind of like walking past. They're close, and you just think like. Bye. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, they they are like if you if you look if you go into any supermarket in the future, look at the self service checkout area. It's definitely not two meters. This, I I actually made a short little video about this the other day. I haven't uh, published it on on Facebook or anything yet. I might do, but um, I I made a video and I actually spoke about how I think the two meter uh, distance rule isn't as effective as what they try and make it out to be because it's an airborne virus. Mm. So staying two meters away would sure reduce the effect but i don't think it would make that, that much of a difference really i mean what what happens when the virus leaves the person's nose and gets to two meters does it just fall to the floor no it carries on going it doesn't just drop dead just... and cease to exist it just keeps floating till it hits someone else's nose <laughs> Yeah, no, no, exactly. And I think, like, um, like when you sneeze, apparently, like when you sneeze in itself, it, I don't know what the actual speed is, but it's like a crazy speed, like the rate of the um, the vapor that comes out of your nose and your mouth. It is, yeah, yeah, it is absolutely crazy. If any dads do a dad sneeze, everyone within a one mile radius will be infected within two minutes. Who hurt you? That's it. Everyone, everyone, fucking dead. <laughs> Everybody in Tesco on the floor, like. Monsters Inc. With those, uh, what are those people called that that response unit. You got a two on two. I haven't seen Monsters Inc. since I was like a baby. I, I, I don't remember. Is the like got a thirty-four? I just remember the big, big furry guy. And Cyclops, yeah, which didn't have a body. It was just like a, an egg with an eye, yeah. hands and legs. Yeah, it was a good film, good times. But um, but yeah, I think you know people need to take it seriously. Um, more, more seriously than what we're taking it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like just you know, wash your hands frequently. Like wear gloves. You know, wear a mask if you've got one. But stay. Saying that, like, you know, the the research around the masks aren't overly great. Like, I think they say that yeah. a mask if you um if you've got it to stop spreading to other people. But a lot of these masks aren't uh, that good at stopping you from getting it. The masks Well no, because obviously it just covers a portion of your face. What if it leaves someone's mouth or nose and lands on your forehead? Great. Your mask isn't gonna protect you, is it? Yeah, but like you're a goner. It's on your forehead. But these, these, and it will sink into your skin. <laughs> but these masks have um, different. They're, they're different models. So there's like FFP one, um, FFP two, and FFP three, and right. these. What's that like a sunscreen protection? Yeah, no, they they basically let in a certain amount of uh, like particle size. So the ones all the doctors right. use are very constricted and they they're like really good at keeping particles out through the uh the filter these masks are like so hard to get now and there's a store around the uk called screwfix and they sold loads of masks they completely sold out completely sold out everywhere right 
So it's it's hard to get one now. Masks, it's crazy. Like you go on Amazon, you buy you want to buy a mask, a decent mask, it's about twenty five pounds. Right, Adam, that's 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 a lie. I I'm on Amazon right now, and right. So the type in. Let's look at the one that's got the best. Type rating. in FFP three. Five, yeah. N99, so, N99 mask. N99. N for November. Yeah, nine nine mask. Nine nine. Okay. And if you're going to buy it, you're lucky if you get it. Right. Fifteen quid. Fifteen quid. Yeah, free delivery. But when's that delivery time? When's that estimated arrival? Well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Tuesday to 5th of May, Friday 15th. I mean, if you've got Amazon Prime, it might be a bit quicker, but they'll probably just launch at your house. They won't even bother knocking on the door. They'll just launch it over the top of your house and hope it hits your garden. <laughs> Amazon Prime um, <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's what Herms would do, isn't it? They're usually piss poor leaving parcels but during a uh, virus pandemic they'll just launch that parcel at your house and drive off <laughs> it won't, won't knock it's just like it's like you're like a glass yeah. bars or something there you go mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah they don't care <laughs> they'll, they'll launch it it'll be on your roof and then they'll mark it down as left in a safe place <laughs> oh no i i know i know um, someone who uh, ordered a passport no they they um they ordered like the passport because they uh, were sorting out their um, their ID, and uh, right the 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 guy the mail guy left it with someone next door. Ooh, and it was yeah. a passport. A you passport. know, like, you can't do that with passports. At least I don't think you can. That's that's odd, isn't it? I've got into it. It says no. It's I swear passports are a signature thing only. It's similar to when you order. Uh, currency because last time I ordered a large amount of currency from the post office, I had to sign for yeah. it. Yeah, um, recently, yeah, I had, to, I had to sign for that. So they, they, yeah, they, they got to be proper stingy with it with passports. But anyway, let's let's reel it back in. Uh, COVID nineteen. Like, yeah, so I mean, are you are you wearing gloves? Are you, like are you washing your hands frequently? Like what? Oh, um, Gloves, no. Face mask, no. I'm wearing my usual. Sorry, I'm wearing my usual clothes. Um, but I'm using due diligence when it comes to if I need to go shopping. Um, I wouldn't, you know, if I can avoid standing near people, I will. But if you go into the supermarket, it's kind of inevitable. It's going to happen. Mm. Um, but. What what I have done is um, I'll tell you what Adam. This if you don't do this, I suggest you do. Centrum Men multivitamins. They're about five pound for a month supply from Tesco, Boots, Sainsbury's, wherever, and it's like an A to Z of vitamins. I highly suggest like anyone listening, if if, if you're a guy, they do it for uh, ladies as well. Um, it's just essential vitamins, and I take that every day as well as eating lots of well good food mm. as much as I can at least anyway because we're fortunate in the sense that COVID-19 affects the older generation as opposed to us but as males there's a higher chance of us catching it as opposed to females so I think if you can eat healthy stay healthy then you've got a better chance of mm. uh, fighting it off but I mean I, I wash my hands thoroughly 
anyway. Mm. I can't get any hand sanitizer. Oh, anywhere, mate. Which is a shame. Boots, t- as they're all they're all out of stock, which is a shame. But um, you can make your own. Yeah. Oh. Well, with what? There's like ingre- I saw an ingredients thing on the internet. It says it gave you like you have to get like um, is it white spirit and two other. Um, you Google Google make your own hand sanitizer, and um, okay. it gives you like a list of different ingredients. Like, I think people are, people have been buying like vodka and trying to mix that with different things. I mean, you, you don't end up like Terminator with like a you know ro- you know robotic hand. Do you know what I mean? Like you just use exoskeleton <laughs> with your hand. Exoskeleton. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, using WD forty and uh, vodka to like make some innocent. I tell you what, this, the saddest thing about all all this is, apart from, well, not the saddest thing, obviously, because the saddest thing is the amount of people that have unfortunately passed away from this this horrible virus. Um, McDonald's closing. Uh, what did you say? I mean, That's one of the saddest things out of this. Did you say? <laughs> no. Obviously, obviously, the, the the saddest aspect of the COVID nineteen is the fatality rate. Um, I think, yeah, just the fatality rate. The people who recover are okay. Uh, those that are still suffering. But I was extremely disappointed when McDonald's closed because they went from doing takeaway only to closing it altogether, and I can't have nuggets. Anymore. You have to go to Tesco and buy like stuff. Oh no, there's only there's only there's only one place for there's only one place for nuggets. Yeah. And 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 that's McDonald's. I'll tell you what, Adam, just just fucking cut all that shit out, podcast. What, the past twenty seven minutes? No, 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 no. Just that bit about McDonald's. Oh, I was gonna say the piss to Eddie. Well, we only went on for about two minutes and it's now Twenty-seven thirty. So just look around the twenty-five minute mark for when I say the saddest thing about this is, and then just cut it off there. Yeah, yeah. Put, put, in yeah. Those, put, put, put in some music, <laughs> and then we'll say I've just come back from a cigarette. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'll start. I'll say the cigarette thing now. Okay. So yeah, just come back from. Yeah. There. Cigarette in a wee. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. So I mean, what what else can we talk about? Well, I think like what you said, like how it's you know it's affected so many people. You know, thousands of people have died. Um, I think not just people dying. You know, people are losing jobs. People are out of work. I mean, the, the the government is trying to be quite proactive about that in regards to, you know, this whole 80% business, paying 80% of their wages. And to be honest, a lot of big corporations, big companies, so money lenders, they are actually doing like quite a bit to really help people out. Um, And I actually had a hypothesis the other day that once this, once the, once this pandemic is over, whenever it will be, I highly predict that uh, people will be a lot kinder to each other. Mm. Now, 
I, I say that because when something like this happens, it actually, I actually thought about that after the Thursday 8pm clapping business. Um, after a pandemic like this, it's, I think it's human nature for there to be an uplift in morale following the end of a pandemic such as this one. And I, I highly think that for a good few months at least, people will be a lot nicer to each other, people in general will be more positive. And I think that once this is all over, you know, the planet as a whole will be in a slightly better place. I mean, we're seeing air pollution cleaning up drastically. Yeah. I mean, just search on Google air pollution now and, you, and you'll see news articles just rambling on about how the air is starting to clear up because less people... Was it the ozone? Uh, ozone like, is repairing itself. That's what they said. They said from all this, the ozone layer is. Uh, they've noticed a big, big, big oh, shift in the uh, ozone layer. Well, let's 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 have a look right now. I don't know too much Talk about the ozone layer. Ozone layer repairing, and um, it, they will show you an image. Oh, um, yeah. the, the ozone layer is healing. You study finds this is from the Independent. Um, the ozone layer is, is continuing to heal and has the potential to fully recover, according to a new study. A scientific paper published in Nature heralds a rare success in the reversal of environmental damage and shows that orchestrated global action can make a difference. Okay. Yeah, it does seem to be repairing itself. I mean, the thing is... But then it wouldn't be long for it to go back into an absolute shit state, whatever. Uh, It would be... you know, I think we, you know, we're going to be more mindful of. I think you know, I like to hope. I think you know, with. I think we will. I don't yeah. know how many aircrafts are still flying about, but um, I haven't seen as many in the sky like since this has been going off. I see the odd few, but um. No, I don't think there's as many. A lot, a lot of flights have cancelled now, obviously for for good reasons. Yeah. Um, a lot of the airlines are struggling. Uh, Virgin airline they're looking to seek a bailout apparently i saw it on the news i don't know whether it's true or not but they're they're struggling yeah like even though richard branson's a multi-billionaire but the airline's struggling (laughs) she needs to take a couple of pounds out of his pocket he does yeah he just needs to take out his wallet lob it at the airline and everything will be sorted but he probably won't do he's gonna wait till it's like absolutely crumbling like yeah so there you go yeah. Well, I mean, he asked his staff to take unpaid leave, didn't he? In Virgin, I don't I know. I swear it was Virgin. It's 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 a difficult time, but I mean, you know, we're going to get through it. And I think people, are, you know, got to be positive, um, got to be patient. But you know what? As as human beings, we we need to have certainty. We're like wired to know what's going on. You know, we need that certainty. It's like mm. survival almost. And you know, when we, we when we don't have that, you know, we kind of we can panic. And uh, mm. I mean, I, I kind of you know felt pretty overwhelmed like the other week. I, I dropped my girlfriend off, and um, it was like night time, and like, there's hardly any cars on the road. It just felt really weird, like a post-apocalyptic yeah. feeling. It was just really strong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's it. I'll tell you what I did the other day. Um, it was, was it yesterday? Yesterday morning. Yeah, yesterday morning. I um, 
I got up and I took my car out at 6am and I drove into the countryside at that time specifically. There's a bit of mist and there were no cars on the road. I couldn't hear any noises at all. It was just literally just mm-hmm. nature, like the fields, horses, all the greenery. And it felt like a completely different mm-hmm. world. And it suddenly hit me like, bam, this is, this is what we need to protect. We, we need to be doing more to protect mm. this. And I think after this pandemic is over, we really need to start bu- booking up our ideas a bit when it comes to how we're treating yeah. the planet. And I say that. I say that because if I can go philosophical for a second, um, we are essentially um, leaving religion aside for a second. We are the product <laughs> of this earth. And creation and creator are one in the same. So we have a moral obligation to be looking after the yeah. planet. And I think once once this pandemic is over, um, I think we'll start seeing a lot more green initiatives mm. being pushed, um, which I'd, I'd like to see. Greta Thunberg will probably make more speeches, more rallies. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that would be a good time for us to not start again, but think a little bit differently about how we're treating yeah. the planet. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying everyone needs to go out and buy electric cars because that's just unrealistic. It's not affordable in the first place. Plus, plus, I've got some real issues actually regarding electric cars. I read an article, um, and there were pictures in the article of children being used as slave labor to mine the raw materials needed for um, batteries for the electric cars. So there's definitely some investigation that needs to go in there before I'd even consider buying an electric car. Jesus. I know, yeah, the world's a messed up place, but... It's what it I is. think like what you said about, you know, we need to think about our actions and what we're doing. And uh, I think we, you know, we live in a society that's predominantly, you know, it's like running on money, you know, like it's kind of, the, you know, the rat race. It's... You know, these corporations wanting to be the biggest and the best and better than you know the next. Yeah, I mean that's, that's yeah capitalism, though, isn't it? That, that that's just yeah that that's just the byproduct. But I mean, like we with that, um, you know, pe- people aren't thinking you know about the bigger picture. Like you said, the planet. You know, they're just kind of focused on you know getting the next digit. And well, yeah, I mean that's great because. As, as you put it, that next digit, that next digit is needed for but like, you know, bills, achieve achieve one's mm-hmm. dreams, as it were. So it's perfectly fine to to think that way. But I, the, the way I tried to word it was that a slightly different approach toward attitude mm. would be good regarding our planet. Um, and I think once this pandemic is over, it would be a good time to start. Yeah, so you mean like you know, instead of getting in the car to go to the shop down the road, walk, um, little, tiny, little stuff, little stuff, you know, like recycle. Yeah. 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 yeah re- Recycling's a, a big one. We can make it easier for those guys at the other end of that, at the end of the line when it comes mm-hmm. to recycling stuff, that'll be a good place to start. But yeah, just little things that we can do that doesn't really inconvenience our day, our day but can make a big difference mm-hmm. in the long haul. Stuff like that. I think you know. as well, it's kind of reconnected people, you know, with neighbours, you know, more of a community. Mm. 
yeah yeah definitely definitely because you talk you're talking to friends on social media a lot more mm. every day so that's that's probably why but that went back to one of the first things that said you know people were popping up to me from my past that i haven't spoken to in a very long time and sort of like reconnecting with them creating new friendships new relationships etc mm. et which is which has been you know a real positive yeah. in in all of this um I think the clapping for the NHS thing, that was just another example of what everyone can achieve if they put mm. their minds together. It was, only a, it was only a small gesture, but the fact remains that it, if we work together, we can create miracles, yeah. literally. You know, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that there'll be claps for the police and fire service as well, because... The NHS aren't the ones doing all the work. Yeah, I saw that the fire services are being trained. Um, I can't remember who they're being trained by. They're, they're basically being trained to, uh, you know, recover bodies and uh, to deal with. You know, yeah, I mean, they'll, and, they'll need to go. Yeah, through more strenuous uh, things. You know, it's often. I mean, yeah. anyone yeah, who's on the front true. line, you know you know, battling this, you know, hats off to them, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's easy for us. We've just got to stay indoors and watch TV. They're the ones that still have to go to work, put their own lives mm. on the line, essentially. Well, not mm. essentially, they do. Um, and I've I've actually contacted Nottinghamshire Police um, and I said, look, I, I'm, I'm ex-staff. What can hmm. I do? Um, so they they got back to me within an oh, hour, decent. and they said they'll they said they'd let me know. So fingers crossed, I'll be able to go out. Uh, maybe to the old station I used to work at, but I, I don't know yet. I'll have to find it, wait and find out. But you know, I've I've put myself forward hmm. to help out. You can you can volunteer for the NHS. I chose the police because I'm I'm more inclined to do work for the police than, than the National Health Service but you know you, you can go out and help it's not really hard no. to do so if you're in a position to if you sat at home all day you may as well just kind of put yourself forward mm. like I did you know, go out there and do something that make a difference to your community so on so forth yeah no I completely agree because yeah. I think like with the sorry Karen no, no, no. I no, saw like the um. I saw the, but no, good for you. For, good for you for like you know doing that and um, putting yourself forward. You know, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was just uh, it was kind of an on the spur, yeah. spur of the moment thing. I, I just kind of, I saw that they were looking for volunteers from ex staff, ex uh, specials, and ex officers alike, and I just thought, yeah, I may as well go for it. I, I made sure to include my email, <coughs> National Police Award. <coughs> so, <laughs> so I, I know I know that I'd be able to do work for some mm. work for volunteers for them. Sorry, in some capacity, I'm not going to get paid for it, but that's perfectly fine. It'll give me something to do during the day, and it'll be helping the community as well. But it feels good to help people. You know, it's providing value. If you can contribute, can contribute yourself and your time, and you have a positive impact on something or someone yeah it makes you feel yeah 
good as a person. Um, you know, I think we we should do more of that. Yeah, yeah, we should, we should, and I think we'll see a lot more of that mm. once this is all over. I think, I think people's attitudes towards their friends, neighbours, etc., etc., will change for the better. Uh, I'm looking forward mm. to what it's going to be like once everything's blown over. Well, not blown over. Yeah, when things come down a bit. Once it's ended. Mm. It'll take a while for the economy yeah, to businesses to reopen, so we'll kind of, it'll be staggered, I imagine. I don't sure think, you know, be. we're going to walk out the door one day and everything's going to be back to normal. Oh, it'll yeah. It'll take time. A few months for, for everything to, to restore itself, maybe even up to a year, but... I... Yeah, I went to get my tire changed. My I was talking to the guy who did it, and he was saying like his generation paid for the war. He said your he was like your generation are going to be paying for this. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, obviously, there's there's a massive difference between running onto a beach, getting shot at, as opposed to I mean, yeah, you know, burden of it, like he means. No, I'd, I'd, I'd never ever compare the World War Two or World War One to something like this. Yeah, no, the um, com- compared to the horrors faced back then. I mean, I, I told you, my my granddad was in was in Russia, was in Stalingrad, and his <clears throat> his um, battalion. I mean, his, his general was an absolute coward, but his battalion ran out of mm. rations. So there were at one point they were eating bark off trees as as food. Um, and they're in the freezing cold as well. So I would never, ever, ever compare something like that to anything that I know I'm going to experience in my lifetime because mm. I know that they're not comparable in in the slightest. Piers Morgan uh, compared World War Two the other day, and I was like, "Shut up, Piers." It's completely. Like. But he did, he did, he did, he did have a point though. He did have a point because people have been going on about ranting, saying, "Oh, I can't do this anymore. Can't do that." And he was saying, oh, oh, look, back in 1940-something, your grandparents and great-grandparents were fighting a war. So, yeah, I believe it in that respect, but I, I wouldn't class this as a generation thing whatsoever. This is this is everybody oh, yeah. getting involved in this. And the young, the young people have been left out of it because it's very rare for a young person to die from coronavirus. It's mostly the old people and people who have already got pre-existing you know, conditions which make their mm. life debilitating already. Yeah. I mean, some 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 girl I know, her, her family mm. member is in hospital at the moment. Um, I can't even go and see her because if she gets something, oh, if yeah. she goes to see that family member, there's a very good chance if he gets it, yeah, exactly. he might not make it. So, so I, I can't, it's annoying because I can't go to her anymore i've yeah i've just got to stay stay here <laughs> Wait, so so we do have to be extremely yeah. extremely careful extremely careful but i'd say don't don't be afraid to go to the supermarket or anything like that just use good judgment use due diligence mm. be intelligent about it and if something looks too risky don't bother it's not worth it yeah i, I, I... But, but... No, sir. And like, I, I've I've noticed a massive difference on the road. Like I was driving today because I had to pop into Tesco, and like there's hardly any cars. And um, 
in yeah. like because Tesco ran out of like kitchen towel, so I went to B and M across the road, and um, B and M only lets in like I think fifteen people in the shop at once. Yeah, yeah, all, all shops, all shops. Um, that. Yeah, but um, they're they're pretty stocked up to be to be honest. But I feel sorry for the people who who well, yeah. you need essentials. You know, like a lot of these older people go in there for their shopping. Well, yeah, that's that's why I that's why I um you you probably saw on my Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook that I put the post up about offering yeah. essentially delivery services. Uh, for for those in need, I've done I've, done, nice. I've only done two so far because a lot of people already sorted. But yeah, um, I just sort of said if you or a loved one needs something desperate, just text me, call me, whatever. Mm. I'll, I'll I'll do it the same day. So um, yeah, I think I think people are okay with provisions now. Um, supermarkets they're really trying their hardest. They've changed their opening hours to make sure they can keep the shelves. Mm. Stocked up. Um, so you know, supermarkets aren't really open past mm. eight o'clock now, are they? I don't think they're, they're no longer twenty-four hours. The, the, yeah, the, the, a lot of them have done uh, collection and um, delivery only, haven't they? Like the little deli down the road from me, they they was operating as normal, and then they got ransacked by you know loads of people right. buying stuff, and then they they put tables and chairs right. in front of the entrance and. Yeah, and no, like literally, it was one person at a time. You go in, one person fetches fetches your items, and the other girl took your payment. Whereas now they've they've stopped that. I think people didn't listen to like social distancing and all that, so they just literally. Yeah, I mean, it's only I I, I remember that Delhi Adam. It's connected to the. It's just next spot, next to it? it. It's not the same company. But it's just next to it. Yeah. Ne- ne- Oh right, okay, yeah, because it's tiny there because they've only got like three or four parking spaces. Down yeah, there on so it's not very big. I, I I remember going through that that spot, picking up loads of snacks. Yeah, seeing in a dock hotel for, for for a nice evening. I, I was actually, to be honest, when I first heard about COVID nineteen, I actually wanted to just bail, mm. go to Rock, and go to the end of dock. But, uh, yeah, yeah. The the head chef there. there, I worked. I worked with the head chef there. He um he he moved from the Arda Rocks when I worked in Saint Moors, and him and a few other chefs went to Denadoc, and they basically didn't have anybody anybody coming in. So they had to close. Um, I don't know if they still got a work position there, but um, I'm yeah. sure they will still have a a, a job there because it, it's because it's the Enadoc, but. I don't think they're letting the hotel rooms out at the moment. It wasn't wasn't Ramsey. There's a room about it. There was a room about it. No, but like that Paul Ainsworth, who has the Mariners and uh, restaurants and the hotel and pads. So he he did a lot of work. He had to close, um, but what he did was was make lots of pizzas, lots of like you know meals that people can just stick in the oven, like cottage pies, pizza. Uh, oh, pasta. Really? He's got a big pasta machine, so he, you know, loads of pasta. Wow. And I think he freeze dried it. And he's basically, you know, did like a delivery thing and he got it out to loads of people, no you know, around the local areas who needed it. 
that's that's why I love that part of Cornwall, Adam, because that that really doesn't surprise me in the slightest that people would do that. It's a sense of that sense of community, community, isn't it? And um... it is, it is, and that's being reinforced throughout. I think the majority of communities right now, and and fingers crossed mm. that that carries on. Um, yeah, I, I'm still an absolute nightmare to my community. I'm still <laughs> 120, 50, is that many? Fuck it. I'm probably going to die. I'm probably going to die soon anyway, Adam. So I may as well just get on with it. Um, I won't say that, <laughs> but um, no, you'd be all right. I think you know, like things will blow over, and I think people need to try not to worry so much. Um, you know, limit how much news you look at. Um, and we've got a happy story. Yeah, yeah. I I stopped following. I stopped following the BBC. Um. Admittedly, I'd still follow the White House, but that's more of a conservative thing as opposed to a news thing. But yeah, I, I, I unfollowed the BBC because it was just coronavirus, 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 coronavirus. Like, if there was something I really mm. wanted to know, you can just go up and Google it. But The thing is, there are, a lot of more, there are a lot of positives in it with, like, you know, the doctors, you know, working, the saving people, uh, people getting over it, mm. you know, they're looking at vaccines. Mm. There's a lot of, you know, Things that the media doesn't publish. Uh, no, no, that's that's true. I mean, there's, there's yeah, been a lot of conspiracy regarding the media as I, to who owns it, what their agenda is. You know, lots of people have different opinions on it. Of course, the media are going to miss some stuff out. But if you were to go to the BBC, I don't think they're they're tainted in any way, shape, or form. They're the closest to what I would consider unbiased as opposed to maybe mm. the Guardian or Independent or even even Breitbart. They're, they're the massive conservative one, and they're a little bit too conservative for my liking. But BBC would be a good source of information. So if you want to know mm. about coronavirus, I would check that. Yeah, I, I think with the news, you look at it and you take what you want from it. I think you can't believe everything you see. You take what you want, and it's up to your own judgment. It's selective, yeah, that's, it. yeah, that's selective. what I do. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, you know. Yeah. I saw. I, I listened to Joe Rogan, and uh, he said on his latest episode was that the Chinese, the Chinese government, are blaming America for the. <laughs> well, I, uh, uh, so Donald Trump spoke about this very quickly. He said the Chinese blamed it on American troops, when it's apparently that's false. So the Chinese tried putting putting the blame on American troops when it was in fact the wet market, um, unsanitary the wet hygiene, market. like really bad hygiene in Chinese food markets. Yeah, it's just stuff like that. That's that's the origin of of the virus, and because the world is so interconnected, it, that's how it spread so quickly. So the, the the notion that coronavirus started with American troops is pure hearsay and should not be taken. They were saying that um, in that district, in that market district, thirty million people lived there. Something crazy like that. In within that area, there's something crazy like thirty million people. Um, and like yeah. this guy who was yeah. talking about it said that they've got like live live animals, dead animals. They'll prepare it there for you. You want a chicken? They'll just go bang, and they'll and they'll just put it in the bag. There you go. And he said, like the the perfect perfect um, way of kind of creating a virus, if he was going to do it, was to have chickens 
in ferrets. Because the SARS virus comes right. from the originated from like the ferrets, apparently. This guy was saying, and he said you've got chickens right. and ferrets, okay. you know, in the same close proximity, you know, of all these viruses, and you throw bats in there, and um, it's just crazy. It's kind of you know, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? When you think of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a scientist by by any measure, but. When, when you know when you put it like that it does kind of you kind of think to yourself yeah it's not surprising something that came of it if that's the kind of mixture of animals life and dead in in one confined area um especially with rodents as well because rodents usually oh i mean uh, yeah that's chicken. it and i mean like yeah because like if you go to tesco and you buy a chicken people always go on about cross-contamination and chicken and washing your hands and using uh, the right surface to to cut it on, and yeah, but I mean well, that's, yeah, that's just that's like a sense. chicken. I worry about you know cutting a chicken and the chicken itself. You think all these other meats and things lying around. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't. I I, I, know, I know where you're coming from. That's a very cool conversation. Um, yeah, it's I always you always wash your hands after chicken, or you get yeah. Um, what is it, salmonella? Do you get from chicken? Yeah, you don't get salmonella from salmon. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, oh, I, I just I just made that up. Imagine if you did. <laughs> well, no, you can. <laughs> well, no, you can you can you can eat salmon raw. Yeah. Right? Of course you can. Fish. I mean, if you felt so inclined, obviously, it's a bit of a stupid thing to do, just grabbing a fish and just buying it. <laughs> not gollum, but... But the... Yeah, you could just felt so inclined. But the, the crazy thing is, like, you know, this thing we're battling, you know, it's invisible. We can't see it. And I think that's the thing that scares people, and that's the thing that worries people. But, um, you know, we just got to do our very best. I mean... You know, sanitize things, clean things, um, wear gloves if you can. Um, yeah. Try not to use money like um, physical money, like coins or notes. Try and use contactless. Yeah, I noticed a lot of places have stopped taking cash, and I think that's good because cash is the main. Cash is a really good way to spread something. I mean, I, I yesterday I took out a shit ton of money. <laughs> I kind of regret doing that. <laughs> because no no one's going to accept them for a starter. And secondly, I don't know where they've been. So they're just kind of sitting there and I'm not going to touch them. Burn them. <laughs> Fucking waste of money. I'll just I'll take it out on if, if, whenever I'm next out of my car. I'll just I'll just fucking lob it on the road like a like a uh, a bread trail. Two hundred twenty pound notes being found in uh, Eastleigh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not even Eastleigh, yeah. but yeah, just just watch the local smackheads sort of picking up the ten pound notes. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did see um, I did see a link and it was um, people in China or Wuhan and there was there was throwing notes in a, a bucket and I was cleaning it they were spraying like antibacterial spray and then hot water and I was like cleaning money 
Well, I mean, if if you can clean the money without damaging it, then yeah, sure, do it. You could easily do that with coins. But, notes, I don't know so much. Um, obviously, the old style notes, no, tissue paper. That would be that would be stupid. Beyond all measure, if you if you put a bunch of old the old twenty pound and ten pound notes into a washing machine and thought they'd come out looking <laughs> brand new, you are wrong. Yeah. You've just lost a few grand. I reckon with with, with these mm. new. Hang on, let me get one. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, with, with these new notes, you could probably do something to <laughs> put on a little bit of antibacterial, yeah. kind of rub it with your hands or, or a sponge or something. But uh, no, I mean, I mean, oh, money's yeah. always going to be a bit carrying. So that that's why when I went yeah. to the pharmacy earlier, I had to pay by card because they they wouldn't. I I sprayed and sanitized my my cards when I got back from Tesco. Because like I gave why I get I got I I got ID'd right and as well my, the, I don't know why I, I took my brother with me he's yeah. like fourteen fifteen and um the woman was like has he got ID and I went I was like he, he's a kid and I was like do you need ID just a bo- I bought a bottle what, of wine what, what, and she was like has he got ID and I was like he's a young kid and I was like no it's not for him it's for me. <laughs> But, but anyway, I, I gave her my ID. She didn't have any gloves or anything. I was like, well, I don't know what she's touched. Um, I don't know how many. Do you know what I mean? So I just was like, I'm going to just be, be safe and yeah. sanitize them. And I think it's a big wake up call, though, all of this. Yeah. You know, we've kind of been drifting through life, um, not thinking about these things. And I think it's something we do need to prepare for. You know, it's something we do need to think about because. You know, it only takes like you know something like this to like take over the planet. I mean, this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we've done we've done a lot as it is to try and mitigate the the outcome of this. Um, there's definitely more we can do for sure, but um, I think we will just have to kind of wait and see what's what's mm. going to happen. Would. What way would you say that people can kind of like, you know, listen to this, maybe um, help themselves, like, you know, like physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, like at home, working out, reading, what do you think? Okay. Okay. That's, that's good. Um, uh, I would say stay connected with friends as much as possible and partners. Stay connected as much as you can, because if you are self-isolating, and you don't really have much in the way of entertainment, it can get incredibly boring. Like, I'm not really interested in playing Xbox right now. Um, so I am pretty bored a lot of time, but I'm speaking to plenty of people. So that that's the main one. Number one, stay connected, even though you're at home. Um, I'd say secondly, exercise. You can go out once a day, or you can do exercise in your own home. But that exercise will help your sort of mental well-being, keep you level-headed. Yeah, there, there will be a lot of people who unfortunately suffer with mental illnesses who will not be having a good time right now, and they will be struggling. Um, what I would say is, if you know anyone in that position, always make that extra effort to reach out to them, ask them how they're doing, make them laugh, stuff like that, because they'll they'll really really appreciate that. Um, what else can you do? Obviously, I'm still writing. 
because I'm a boring bastard. I've got nothing better to do. Yeah. Uh, ah, what, what else can you do? It's kind of hard, isn't it? Because I mean, everyone's got that, that one thing at home they, they they'd like to do. Well, I think but, everyone's um, different. Everyone's different. I mean, like what yeah. I might say helps me might not help, you know, someone else. So, but well, yeah, yeah. Huh. Obviously, we're all not identical clones. Everyone will know if if you were to ask someone, "What's your favorite thing to do?" Yeah, of course, know the answer to that straight away. So, it it would just be making sure that that you're doing that. It might be watching a film, or it might be jumping on your exercise bike in your living room for half an hour. I have no idea, but. Everyone will have yeah. something they'd want to do. Um, but yeah, it just sucks that we've all got to stay indoors for however long. I mean, it's just, it's just boring. It's it's it bit you know really like you just you've got to channel. I think you know we have to channel our, our energy um, into doing productive things because we do. Yeah, I'm I'm cleaning for no reason. I'm cleaning staircases that I know full well. Do but not cleaning, clean. you know, is good, and you know, you feel better because that's kind of productive. And I think it's like it's like the other morning I woke up and I washed the dishes, and then I kind of I'd done that, right. and I felt my energy shift, and I kind of picked up a bit of momentum, and then I did something else, and then I did something else, and I think you know is even if you do a small thing like you said by getting up and just cleaning the stairs, okay, that like you build that momentum. What can you do next? Read a book. Okay, read a book. What mm. can you do? Go for a walk. And I think once it's just yeah. getting started, yeah. you know, I think, isn't it? Yeah. It's the hardest part, if anything, is getting started and keeping that momentum. But once you're in that routine, you, you know, it you're is. flying. Um, you know, read the books that read the books yeah. that you haven't been reading. Um, you know, connect with those people you you haven't connected with in a while. Um, exercise meditation, um, yoga, you know, there's tons of thousands of videos on the internet, you know, it's homework, it's yoga. Um, you know, if you haven't got a weight or a dumbbell, grab, grab a bag of sugar. I don't know how much a bag of sugar weighs. Um, yeah, you know, we've got things around the house, haven't we, that we can use. Um, but you know, if you're not in the position where you can exercise, you know, do an online course, uh, read, but yeah, I mean, there's there's literally uh, it's, it's like it's like a never-ending mountain of possibilities mm. for, for for stuff you can do. So um, there's definitely there's definitely stuff you can be doing at home. 100%. I think it's because we're not used to it. We're not used to it. We're not used to this much downtime. We're not used to staying at home too much. Um, but I think you know we can only grow from this. Um. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, a lot of us, you know, a lot of people that, you know, we don't know ourselves properly. We're too busy um, in the midst of what's happening out there in society, work, uh, distractions, things going on around us. Um, you know, going nightclubbing and mm. bars. It's all a big, you know, in some way, a distraction. And it takes the, your mind off yourself. Whereas now, I find, you know, our minds are more on ourselves now because we're kind of questioning ourselves. Okay, what do I, what can I do? You know, I'm not used to feeling like this. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because we're being extremely limited, we do find us questioning certain things. 
not necessarily about ourselves, but maybe how we how we live our lives, stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff that you can take away from this experience, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to sit tight and see how it all pans just, out. Yeah, we just need to stock up on on beans and soup, tins of soup, obviously. I mean, I I actually did that. I bought I bought six cans of uh, yeah, I did. Beans I got three pork sausages in. You got three. You should have got six. Uh, but um, but yeah, you know, you need to just, I think, sleep well, eat well, take vitamins. I, I've got multivitamins as well. Um, I think mine are as good as yours. Mine are like seventy pence from Aldi. Um, well, well, to, to be honest, you just need to look at the... I mean, I know mine was £5, but it doesn't mean that they're better than yours because when it comes to health supplements, prices, they can always be a little bit iffy. So just look at the look at the NIV percentage and see see if um, the percentage of what you're taking is close to 100 or 100. If it is, then that's fab. That's, that's 500%. Um, no, 500%. Well, to be honest... Mo- Monster Energy. I think I'm getting. Let's see, five hundred percent of of vitamin B. Just pure. wow, wow, wow. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. That 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 was good. We we covered a lot of stuff regarding anything else. What what you can do stuck indoors. Um. I can't think of anything else on that topic now. I'm sure me, me and you have been talking for days and days about self improvement, productivity, mindfulness, well being. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. Do that no, I really time. enjoyed this one. I enjoyed the first one we did as well. That was really good as well. It was, yeah, yeah. That was that was really good. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I've got to nip out to the shop actually now. I, I, I forgot to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to get back and wait, wait in a fucking queue. <laughs> you should just, uh, you should just shout. I've got the coronavirus. People soon get out of your room. Watch everyone just run off and just done our direction. I just got my mask and my gloves, and people oh. didn't come near me. No, literally, yeah, they were just like walking next to me and walking. Walking around you. Well, yeah. To be honest, I mean, even if that, even if I saw someone who wasn't wearing that, look, like completely normal, I, I'd I'd still be a bit wary and maybe <laughs> walk the opposite direction. Just sneeze while you're in the queue, and people yeah. like, "Oh, you can go first, mate." Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's uh, it. Yeah. In- oh, dear. All right, Adam. Well, thank you. No, thank you're so very welcome. Having me on tonight really appreciate it and I'm looking forward to our next podcast yeah, which I'm sure will be soon given that a lot of given that we've all got a lot of more yeah. free time on our hands now so um, yeah, yeah until, until, next until our next podcast all right. you're welcome take care thank you very much
Hi, I would just like to say a massive thank you for tuning into this podcast and I'm really, really grateful to be on this path and journey with you all. If you would ever like to provide feedback, you can do so by going on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review or you can send me an email at thepositivitypodcast.gmail.com All feedback is much appreciated. If you would like to donate anything at all, I have a Patreon account where you can donate a small amount and you get exclusive content from the podcast. Or I also have a PayPal if you would like to donate anything as well. Just a small gesture. And all donations all go towards the podcast and making it a better experience for you all. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes.